The 401k is the devil. It's the absolute worst investment plan that you can put yourself into. What's a 401k? What is a 401k? Let me read the definition of a 401k. A 401k plan is a retirement savings plan, retirement savings plan offered by many American employers that has tax advantages. I'm going to put that in quotes. For the saver, also going to put that in quotes. It's named after a section of the U.S. Internal Revenue Code. So the 401k is typically an employer-matched savings account. So let me give you an example really okay. quick. So let's say that you make $1,000 a month and you're going to put $100 a month into this 401k plan where they are going to invest your money for you. There's a third-party management um, and the, the employer works with and then they take your $100 and match a certain percentage of it though it is limited by the government, of course, we'll get into that later, that they're going to put your funds in with the big dogs is the way that I like to think of it. They put you in with the big fish. So the the singular person is putting $100 into mutual funds and other larger investments with multi-trillion dollar companies at this point. Okay, so why is it the devil? It is the devil because people believe it's their only option. They're uneducated on what is actually best for them. And it does, it's far more expensive than people realize. People think, I. one of my favorite things to hear is, well, my 401k is tax-free. It is the worst misconception that you can, <laughs> the rage that it brings me. It's the worst misconception that anybody can have because what a 401k does is it defers your taxes. Now, people also get excited about that. I want to defer my taxes. Instead of paying taxes today, I'll pay taxes tomorrow. The only problem is this doesn't work anymore because taxes are increasing. Taxes have increased. So would you rather pay taxes on your $100 that you're placing into your investment plan? Or would you rather pay, which is the seed, or would you rather pay ta a higher tax rate on a larger amount, the harvest of whatever it creates? I would rather pay on the $100. Right. That's not an option that you get in this plan. So you're saying you don't get a choice you and you a choice. have to pay all of your taxes when you pull the money out? Correct. So okay. what happens is you put your money in prison as well. This is far more. There's so many details to hit on this and why I absolutely believe the 401k is the devil. It's the worst investment plan that you can possibly be a part of. And people are brainwashed into thinking it is their absolute best option. What it really is, is a company coming to an employer saying, you can't handle your money. So let us invest your money. So if someone who's uneducated about money is taking their money, giving it to a salesman, and trusting that they can solve their money problems with their money. I want you to think about that scenario. Every broker I know is broke. They're trying to solve <laughs> their they're trying to solve their money problems with other people's money. It's astonishing. And people buy into it because they think it's their only option. Pensions don't really exist anymore. Uh, there's specific saving plans that are actually tax-free and or tax benefited aren't aren't as popular anymore. So employer, and, and this isn't even the employer's fault. The employer doesn't even recognize that there are different options out there. They don't understand how to educate their employer. They use it as a tactic to retain talent. That's it. Well, we'll match you up to this percentage. They probably don't quite understand what the 401k is doing either. They're just part of the system. They're just part of the system. Yeah. So why I also think it's bad, it has far more risk than people realize too. They're like, well, if I get invested into the stock market, I'm protected because I'm a part of this big mutual fund or I am a part of this group that is investing larger amounts of funds and I get and I get to siphon off that, right? I get to grow from that. Yeah. Isn't that a good thing? Isn't the employer match free money? No. It's not free money because it's feed to death. It's taxed to death when you take it out. By the time you take it out, because you're paying a higher rate, this money that you believe is free is going to the government. Okay. That's the whole point of their plan. That's the whole point. And Wall Street and the government together, that's their plan. If they can control your funds before you even spend it, who makes the money? And before someone says, well, your employer doesn't get paid for your 401k, I understand that not directly, that there aren't always fees associated directly with the company. But let's say that's a publicly traded company, or any of these companies are publicly traded. If they benefit from a mutual fund because they're a part of it, they are getting paid for it. 
They want your money in. They want control. This is no longer your money. Your money is put in prison. And what I mean by that, let's say you're 20, 25, 30, 35, and you start contributing to a 401k because you A, either don't know any better, or B, you just got sold it, which is, I understand it happens. I've had a 401k myself. When well, I was, yeah, when I'm I was 20. And if, if I started like working for a company right now and the employer, my boss came to me and was like, let's open your 401k. And they like, oh, we'll match it. They make it sound so perfect and glittery. And, you know, you'll have so much money in all these years that you've saved up. Of course, I'm going to do it. Why wouldn't I do it? The big sale is compound interest. Okay. okay. So I'm going to go over why that doesn't work in a 401k more times than not. Because at any point during a down market, when people struggle, you lose your compounding. Okay, you lose your compound effect because you're losing money. On top of that, let's say you ever have a situation in which you need to pull money out of your savings, your 401k, you are fee to death. You get to lose an extra 30% to penalties, fees, and taxes because you want to touch your money. Now, it doesn't really sound like your money at that point, does it? No. You're not allowed to touch the money until you're 59 and a half. Do you know why that is? So if you're, th- they want it in the system. So they want, okay. If it's in the system, they can make the money. They want control. Understanding money is understanding control. Okay. So if I can educate people on why a 401k is the devil, they can take control over their money and understand that they can build their own wealth cycle. Money is just a, a game. It's just, it has a process. It has a thought process. It has steps. It has tactics and strategy, just like anything else. But at the end of the day, if you can just understand that you can control your own money and no one is going to be better with your money than you, no one. You want to know why? Why? Because you're the one who earned it. You're so smart. If someone else earns money, gives it to you, and you lose the money, it doesn't have any value because it was never yours in the first place. You it was never yours the in the first place. Yeah. So their goal is to pull as much money as possible together and retain talent so they can make more money. People don't see past the first tier consequence of, I'm going to put my money in because it goes to a mutual fund and that's great. And I'm going to make money that way. They don't think about the times which, what if you have to take a small amount of money out? If you take that small amount of money out, the way compound interest works is you make a percentage on the interest and the growth in the account, right? Now, what happens if you take any money out of that account? You lose the interest and the growth? You you lose everything okay. and you never catch, you cannot catch up because the ultimate compounding factor of uh, compounding interest and compounding growth is time. Time is the X factor. So let's say you have a 401k for 10 years and you got 80 grand in it, 90 grand in it, whatever it may be. It's probably not even that high after that many years, but let's just say it is. You got 80 or 90 grand in it, and you have a situation like 08, where people lose 30, 40% of their wealth in mutual funds, in stocks, in 401ks. How do they have time to get this back? They, they don't. don't. They don't. They've, they've lost it. We have a mutual family member. Mm-hmm. I won't name her name. <laughs> Didn't she lose... Like 30,000, something ridiculous. Wasn't it a ridiculous amount of money in her 401k? Yeah, it was like 40 or 50 grand. How did that happen? Can you explain that to me? I'm learning this as you guys are learning this. If you don't know what a 401k is, I actually don't know because I've never had a job where it's been presented to me. So I'm I'm actually learning right now. How did that happen? Yeah, so the way that that happens is this is the other perceived uh, golden like rule of 401ks is that they don't lose money. Okay. Okay, and it's just not true because, again, they're believing, well, if I'm in these large companies with these other players, like how can I lose money? It'll just consistently go up over time. That's just not how it works. A lot of it exposes you to ongoing risk because your money is locked up for so long. You have no liquidity. If you have a 401k right now, I want you to ask yourself, do you know who is managing the money? I can almost guarantee that you have no idea. I guarantee, I can almost guarantee that you don't even know the third-party company that's managing it, let alone the person that's pushing the buttons. Like, what does that person's life look like? What is their financial situation yeah, look like? Yeah, what do they know? What, what makes them more qualified than you are? Probably nothing. <laughs> now, some people will say, well, they have a license for it and they went to school for it. That's great. But that doesn't correlate with your life. No. That doesn't correlate with your life. They don't know your life situation. They don't know you as a person. They don't have that attachment to it. They didn't earn it. It doesn't mean the same thing to them as it does to you. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So a 401k, you can lose 30, 40, 50 grand in a very quick swipe. Let's just think about more recently because we had 2020, 2021 happen and the markets 
crashed for a little while. You get to ride that crash. You get, you get to fall with that. So if you lose 40% of your value in a short amount of time or 30% of your value in a short amount of time, you need all the time in the world to catch that back up because it's not active. If you've been working for 20 years and you lose that money, you just lost like 20 years worth of savings. Exactly. Also, what if the fund manager makes a mistake? It doesn't mean the same thing to them as it does to you. Correct. So I'm going to give you an example. Bernie Madoff is the most famous Ponzi scheme ever. $60 billion was lost. $60 billion. There were state pension funds in his fund because people thought he was the sure thing. You know where that money went? It's just gone. Now, these are people that are getting hurt that never had a single thought of investment in their life. It was being controlled by fund managers, being controlled by other people. So the fund manager gets to look back and go, I'm sorry? Yeah, because... Someone someone lied to me? Yeah. Like the, again, they go home the same as usual. It's just their job. Right. To them, it's just like you say, money's a game. It is a game. But to them, it's actually just a game where there's no stakes. Yes. There's no stakes with your money. Yes. If it were their money, I'm sure it would be a little different. Yes. they People don't understand how expensive a 401k is either. They see I am, they're taking $100 from my paycheck every two weeks. They're going to match my $100 up to, you know, 5 6%, sometimes higher, sometimes lower, depending on, you know, the rules. The rules are ever changing as well. Why is the government limited? You can only put in $20,000 per year. I think 2023 is, you can put in, in $23,000 of contributions. That's it. Why would they limit you? Could it be because, well, we want the money in there? Could it? We don't want them making too much. We want length. We want longevity. Could it be? It could be. Another system is the IRA. Okay, so an IRA is another retirement savings plan. That's limited to six grand, sixty five hundred bucks per year. So people ask me all the time, why don't you have an IRA? Why don't you have a Roth IRA? The, ta- the, the money is taxed on the way in. You get taxed on the seed, not the harvest, which I do agree with, which I do like. The problem is, is the limitations of it. You can okay. only put in $6,500 a month. Excuse me, $6,500 a year. Well, what do I do after January 1st? <laughs> you, just, you, you have yeah. to have control. The whole point in this lesson is understanding control of your money, educating yourself and recognizing that the person that's handling your money right now is worse at it than you are. I, can, I, I guarantee it. You have all the opportunity in the world to learn a little bit about finance, learn a little bit about building, building your own wealth cycle and understanding that you can create something that is operating above you that way, even if you have a bad day, your net worth increases. You can buy tangible assets. You can learn about assets and liabilities. You can learn what best fits your lifestyle. You can learn, hey, if there is a downturn in the market, if there's high inflation, what hedges against inflation the best? Well, tangible assets do because the more stuff that you own, it takes more dollars to buy them. So you ride that wave of inflation. So you get, you get to increase with the inflation, your, your, your value, your worth. So the 401k, it becomes... The, the the conversations I've had with people. I've actually never seen this man more passionate about anything in his entire, like since I've met him. Um, it's like talking about politics at Thanksgiving. If somebody mentions their 401k, Todd has to walk out of the room. Be, because typically <laughs> people won't listen. They just can't believe that it's a bad choice. They can't believe that somebody would lie to them. If you're 30 and you put money into a 401k, and you can't get it out until 59 and a half, how much risk are you exposed to for the next 30 years? And you get penalized if you touch it because they don't want you to touch it. It's like signing away all your money. It's exactly what you're doing. So it keeps you in the system. The goal is control. Why is it that all of my wealthiest friends speak down to a 401k? Why do I speak down to a 401k? Because I don't know a single wealthy person with a 401k. Because you guys practice with your money and you understand why it's bad. You've had those experiences. You've done your research. You've made the mistakes, You've but you've done mm-hmm. it yourself. You've learned why not. Other people don't do that. They haven't put themselves out there to learn about wealth and how to use it. 
So people believe, well, it has compounding growth. It has compound interest. Compound interest is a wonderful thing. You want to capture as much compound compounding as you possibly can. You want to start investing early. I agree with all of that. But the 401k doesn't actually have that. It is perceived to have that because it doesn't take in the real life cell on a spreadsheet. If you have a struggle and you need to figure out how to pay rent, pay your mortgage, pay your bills for a little while, because, you know, I don't know, the world shuts down randomly for a year, or if, you know, unforeseen struggles, unforeseen health issues, if you're 57 and you have to pull out for, guess what? You're getting that extra fee. You're getting that extra tax. You are penalized for your hard work. Not only that, but one, you can't predict it because you you can't predict if the world's going to shut down for a year and you need the money. Mm -hmm. But if the world shuts down for a year, you're also losing the money anyway because... You got crushed. Yeah, you get crushed with by it. Yeah, you're getting crushed by it. And you don't have time to recover from it. So let's say you need to pull money out and you take a loan from your 401k. And they will even tell you, as long as you pay it back by this time, you won't accrue any fees. It doesn't matter. Your lost opportunity costs on the money being out of the account and losing the compounding interest, you just crushed it forever. You can't get you can't catch back up. You lost all that time, that previous time of it growing, and you just stagnated. <laughs> Diminishing returns. And commonly, people aren't able to pay it back because why? They weren't good at saving to begin with. They weren't good at creating to begin with. They were already giving the responsibility to someone else saying, please handle this for me. Make sure that this gets done. So when they do have a life event and they have to pull money out, they don't have the ability or the skill set to put it back in. I mean, yeah, there's a reason why they were giving their money away in the first place. Exactly. Due yeah. to lack of education, lack of belief, and a lack of understanding. Yeah. So what would you recommend somebody do who is listening to this and agrees with you and now has a better understanding but already has a 401k? This will be controversial to me. I think the first thing that you should do is go pull it out. The entire, all of it. Uh, every dime of it. Why not? Okay. You're going to take control of it. Let's say you're 35 and you have 80 grand in there. And you're like, well, I don't want to take the 30% hit. Is the 30% hit going to be more at 80 or 200 in 10 years? Right. Because that's what the, the woman we're talking about was having trouble with. Can't. Can't get over it. Can't yeah. get over it. Can't get over that fee. I've worked with a lot of people that they have made the decision after a period of time. They're like, I'm going to pull out the 401k as scary as it is. They go do it. And usually the next message that I get is, this is the best thing we've ever done. We have control over our money. And then they invest in something. And you that, have that money to use. Exactly. Because money is useless until you use it. When your money is in a 401k, it's completely useless. Let's get into the pawn mentality. Let's get into, it's actually retirement time. I don't believe a single thing that Todd's saying. I think he's a dirtbag. I think he's wrong about every single thing that he said. I have no fees. I have compounding. It, it, it Mine doesn't lose. I've made a ton of money in the past 10 years. One, if you... <laughs> <laughs> I told you he's going to get heated here. You couldn't lose money in the markets if you tried in the past 10 years because everything just went up. You could have been the worst investor in the world and you would have made money. Okay. So up until crash time, up until crash time with um, everything shutting down. That being said, here is something you will never be able to argue with me. Ne you, you cannot argue this. A 401k is a pond. It is a pond mentality. You do not want to have a pond mentality. You want to have a streams, lakes, oceans mentality. How many streams are feeding an ocean? All of them. Every single one of everything. them. All, everything. Runs, everything goes to the ocean. Everything runs back into the ocean. A pond mentality is where I am going to build this savings account. And then I'm going to retire on it. Which, by the way, when you retire, it's not tax-free. It's taxed on the harvest. So you're getting taxed more than ever. Taxes have done nothing but rise. Okay. So when you retire, the first thing you do is pay all that money. The first, every time you pull out, every month, boop, thanks for that tax, boop, thanks for that tax, boop, thanks for that tax. They are creating longevity. What's the tax on it? it well, that depends on, okay. that depends okay. on a number of factors. Okay. But you're getting taxed on it. You're okay. getting taxed on the harvest, not the seed. So as you pull out every single month, let's just, let's keep round numbers. $100,000, okay? I know it's not enough to retire on, but we're just going to use simple numbers. $100,000 in your 401k tax-deferred, tax-beneficial retirement plan pond. Let's say you can live on three grand a month. 
Probably not totally realistic, but let's say that you can. So you have to pull out three grand every single month when you retire, 59 and a half, 60, whenever you want to retire. Every three, every three grand you take out, one is tax. So it's not actually going to be a net of three grand, but let's just say there's no tax even. And it's just a net of three grand. Every time you pull out three grand, what happens to your pond? It gets smaller. Smaller and smaller and smaller yeah. and smaller and smaller. There's no streams it's dry, running. It's dry. Into it. It's drying up. You can last for less than three years. So hopefully you die before then. They are predicting a time frame in which you will live after retirement. That's their savings goal. How much do I how much do I need to save that way I have money up until I pass away? It is the most morbid, ridiculous, asinine approach to that investing is... and savings I've ever heard in my life. So the pond dries up. It gets to zero very quickly. If you had one tangible asset, one that paid you every single month, let's put that same $100,000 into one building, one property okay, that pays you rent every single month. Let's just say the property pays you three grand a month so we can keep our numbers exactly the same. After three years, you've been paid three grand every single month okay where's your hundred grand it's still a hundred still in the property your pond is growing appreciation inflation rent increases it's going to keep paying you too it continues to pay you forever why would you ever have a 401k it is the dumbest thing in the world i want to build a pond i have to fill our pond in the back like once a day (laughs) there's nothing feeding it it dries up I didn't realize how how bad a four hundred one k was. It's until the today. devil. I now see where your passion like, comes from. It's my savior. May God have mercy on your soul. If all of your money is in a four hundred one k and you think it's going to save you, that's crazy. I am that. I am that serious about it. I like the four hundred one k disgusts me that much. I I've watched people retire and two years later have a have an entry level job. To survive. I know 70 year olds that go 75 year olds that go to work every day, not because they enjoy it, not because they want to, because they have to. It's like the ultimate. We talk about finish lines all the time and not wanting to have a finish line. Mm -hmm. That's like the ultimate race is you're just racing to put money into the 401k so that you can retire. But then once you retire, there's no celebration because everybody celebrates when they retire with a 401k. But the first thing that happens is they get money taken from them for taxes. They just get robbed. Yeah. And we're not, we haven't even discussed fees. Like you should look at your plan. Who's getting paid? Do you think these companies run your, run your management for free? What are these nonprofits? These are the largest for-profit entities on the planet. Wall Street and government together. The they're, two largest for-profit <laughs> entities on the planet. But we gotta handle this for you. We got you. Tip of the cap. Ridiculous. It makes me sick. And the people that have completely bought into it, that there there is a very small portion of people that are like, well, I run a solo 401k and I control it myself and I do this and this is my benefit. Like, first of all, the first thing you said was, I have control over it. Yeah, so it's so not you it's are not remotely highly the educated. Same. You are yeah. highly practiced. You are using it for your specific scenario with other investments involved. It's part of your wealth cycle that you've created. That is completely different from the person going to work every single day, having a hundred dollars taken out of their check checking account, having absolutely no clue where it goes. Did you know there's multiple billions of dollars of unclaimed four hundred one k savings because people don't know where they're at? They just for, just don't care. They didn't even know they had a four hundred one k. How does that happen? They sign up for it at work. They don't know what they're signing up for. The HR department does a bad job of explaining it. They don't know what's happening. They leave the job. They forgot. They didn't even know they had it. They never look at their pay stub. That happens every single day. Millions of Americans like that. Multiple billions of dollars unclaimed. This is what I mean when I say nobody even knows what a 401k is because I didn't know. And I, I've never had a job where it's been explained to me, but I have multiple friends who are in normal everyday, like nine to five jobs who are around my age. I'm 20. So like 20 to 25 mm-hmm. who... They have a 401k. Mm-hmm. You have, I have a friend that you know that has a 401k through where she works. Yeah. She doesn't know what it is. She has no clue. I'm like, what's a 401k? She's like, I, it's like a savings account. I just put money in it and then I can just take it out later. See that right there. Oh, and it's tax free. Yeah. They think it's tax free and I can take it out later. One later means after a 40 year prison, you can commit a serious crime. 
go to prison for 40 years, come out, and then take before you can take out the money that you earn without a fee, without an extra fee, without a management fee or a penalty. I'm starting to feel your anger. I know what you mean now. Because it, it's not explained to anybody. It, everybody's no. just expected to fall in line and do it. Like, I grew up thinking everybody just has a 401k. It's just what you do. What's the first thing someone interviewing asks a potential employer? What are your benefits? What's your retirement? What's my time off? What's my vacation look like? What are you going to give me? What are you going to give me? Right. Yeah. So one of the assets that an employer has is, oh, we'll give you a 401k. We'll take care of your retirement. You have to understand who is being who 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 is the benefactor of a four hundred one k being controlled by the employer, the HR department, the third party. Their goal is to retain talent to keep you on their team. That's it. All they want to do is attract and retain talent because that's how they make money. All right, so. I think we're all on the same page that the 401k is the absolute devil here. All right. So let's just do a quick summation and then let's go into some solutions because I don't want to be the guy that just talks about how terrible it is and, and I don't give you a solution. I want you to have a solution to these problems. All right. So let's sum it up. Why the 401k is the devil. One, it puts your money in with big Wall Street. They're always going to be better at it. They're always going to be more greedy. They want your money. They make their income off the fees that you don't even know that you're paying. On average, you pay one to two percent fees depending on the size of the funds and depending on a couple of different factors. But you're on average, you're between one and two percent over the course of the 30 years that you're working. That's 25 to 30 percent of your money. That's insane. Think about that. You lose 30%. a third. You lose a third of your money before you ever get to take it out. And if you that's ever, not even including your taxes, is it? No. That's just your fees. Yeah. What do you think that is with taxes? Now you're done. Now you've lost half your money. And what if you had to take out money before due to a life scenario that was unforeseen? Now you got a 10% penalty and taxes on top of it. And what if in that 30 years there was ever a market downturn in which you had lost compounding? So basically you work to make this money for no reason because you're never going to see the money. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. The average American between the age of 55 and 65 has $60,000 in their 401k. And how much of that are they going to see? Take out the taxes. Are you remember the pond mentality that we had earlier? Remember mm -hmm. the pond that we built? Instead of 100,000, now it's 60,000. And what would I think happen? a lot of people have half of that. Like half, a lot of the people are below that. That's why it's an average. And what would happen if they put that money into say a, a, a rental house and real estate anything tangible if they put that just into themselves to learn a new skill set they would have more money than that but people don't want to do that people don't want to hear that people don't want to hear that well if i have control i have to be responsible for it when in reality you're going to be responsible for it anyways you're, you're going to get the result of it no matter what it just might not be a good result oh it's not going to be a good result <laughs> i'm very confident in that so one to 2% fees, you lose up to a third of your wealth before you even start, okay? Uh, you are paying Wall Street. Wall Street is the ones making money in this scenario, not you. You're putting your... <laughs> you as, Again, you're putting your money into prison for 30 to 40 years. Minimum. Minimum, if you don't have access to your money whatsoever for 30 to 40 years and then you get penalized to even use it, it's not your money. Those are the biggest factors. These teams, the, these people that are selling you this are not on your side. This is just a lesson in conformity. I'm going to put my money in because everybody else does. I'm not going to question it. Why, why else would I question it? This is how you retire. It is not. I am here to tell you that, that it is not. Why are we so it's scared not. to bet on ourselves too? Why are we so scared to bet on ourselves? Yes. Well, if you come up in the traditional schooling system, they beat that out of you in fifth or sixth grade. Fifth right. or sixth grade, it starts to, we move from playing. That's when recess stops. We, 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 we stop. No imagination. We stop creating in fifth or sixth grade and we are taught to fall in line. Our, our, our school system is built in early Prussia days. Like we, it, it is built to create workers. That's and just to, just to do what everybody else does. Here's what's crazy. If you think about it, this isn't very long ago. A hundred years ago, all right, that's one person ago. 
one person ago, everybody was an entrepreneur. Everybody had a trade. That's how everyone built skills. That's how everyone survived. You would go to the leather worker. You would go to the iron worker. You would go to the boot maker. You would go to the clothing person. You would go whatever it was. Everybody had their skill set. Everybody was an entrepreneur of ways. Everybody was basically self-employed. Why, when we think about that, do we think that they were stupid back then? Well, I don't. They're amazing. I don't. I don't. But I think about like, like in school, you think about trade workers. That's because you're like beat out of people. You're like, why would you ever do that? Why would you want to do that? It was beat out of people. Yeah. Why would you want to exit high school with a skill that you can immediately make 80 to 100 grand without? See, you're asking the right questions now. Why would you want to leave high school making 80 to 100 thousand dollars a year immediately, entry level, and not have seventy five thousand dollars in school debt? This what, is what's on what's the largest asset on the government's balance sheet? It's the student it's loan. Like, I was gonna say it's school. It's yeah. the student loan. It's not going away. It, it's it's not gonna be forgiven. It can't be. It's they would give up their largest asset. So if they can be in bed with Wall Street and move you through the system from A to Z, that creates their longevity, it creates their profit. We've talked about this. This is like a topic that I'm actually more passionate about. There's a school um, that my high school, when I was in school, Mm -hmm. there's a school that you can go to a trade school. It's called Maplewood. Um, And if you go to that school, if you went to my high school, uh, you would go for the last two years of high school. And at that school, they taught you a trade. So there was like veterinarians, um, like welding, electricians, uh, hair, like salon school and everything. A bunch of different things that you can learn, even like police stuff. Mm -hmm. And Everybody who went to that school was questioned and like everybody, the kids who went to regular high school thought that the kids who went to that school were stupid. Mm-hmm. There's like this stereotype where the kids who went to trade school were stupid and they're the kids who just couldn't do high school. Where in reality, the kids who went to trade school are walking out with a skill that they can take into the world and make money and everybody else is going to college and working at Burger King. <laughs> Jokes on them. Oops. And I'm one of those people because everybody convinced me that they were stupid. See, now you're recognizing the level of conformity that is around you. Yes. 100%. And the only reason that you are paid today is because of the skill sets that you built and the investments that you made in yourself for, video, for videography, photography, and, and de- design and all that. Right. The college that I'm going to isn't doing anything for me, actually. I feel, well, <laughs> here we go. That story right I tell you. But, <laughs> but if, finish it out now. I get it. But... <laughs> So that that uh, that's why I wanted to sum up the 401. Yeah. It's 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 the devil you look. Your investments, quote unquote. I'm going to put quotes around that investment of 401k is your decision. I'm not here to give you financial advice. I'm here to educate you on how to make better decisions that I believe that you can make in your life. Because I've seen it happen so many times throughout my career of helping people and working with people in money management and having them make their new decisions just by educating them. That's why we are here. This this is ending financial suffering to me. So how do you solve this is the question then. If I know the 401k is the devil, if I know I haven't felt good about it, I know that I just looked up my fees because I had no idea who was managing it, what company it was, or what fees I was paying. I just recognize that I'm paying 1.9% and that I'm going to lose 30% over the course of my working career. I don't want to lose that and pay taxes and pay fees and pay penalties and be exposed to risk. If I don't want all that, how do I solve this? You create your own wealth cycle. You start educating yourself right now. Is how do investments work? How can my money work? If I control my money, what can I do with it? And the answer is there's a number of things that can fit your life that an invest that a style of investment will work for you. There's a number of things that you can do out there. My personal favorite, without question, is real estate. I am adamant about that. You own something tangible. It can't be stolen. You can, you can go to a building that you own, punch it. It's not going anywhere. It will pay you every single month. If you understand how to buy value at a discount, not only will it pay you every single month, you'll create money out of thin air. You hedge against inflation. Inflation is the hidden tax against the American. Uh, you lose all of your buying power. We didn't even add inflation into the 401k problems. Like I, there's, so, there's so many more problems with a 401k than there is any benefit. It is astonishing to me. The buy-in of people's conformity to a retirement plan that doesn't do anything for you. It only takes from you. So let's let's solve it. So what is a wealth cycle? A wealth cycle 
is where you are placing your money away from you, but it is into some sort of investment and you have an understanding that my money is going to be away from me, is going to be in an investment that fits my lifestyle. It will then cycle through, pay me, and then I will pay that, it will pay me a profit. I'm going to take that profit and reinvest it in the next part of the wealth cycle, and then it will start speeding up. You're going to speed up a flywheel, essentially. So you're going to be able to take the profits, reinvest the profits, and you can, because you never have to take the principal ever again. You get to live the same. Your life will only improve when you do this correctly. I'm not saying there aren't going to be difficult times and challenges and you have to make tough decisions. That happens. Welcome to life. That's the life cell on the spreadsheet. That's the real life cell on a spreadsheet that you can't fill in. You don't know what's going to happen. Right. But But at least if you're not in a 401k, you have the opportunity to... You have handle con- you have control over your money, so you have different places that you can place it. So let's just talk about a few that that I have that might that might fit people. Okay, so obviously I love real estate. Real estate to me is the greatest investment on the planet. It creates more millionaires than anybody else than any other investment, any other avenue. It's been around the longest. Uh, last time I checked, uh, we're not making any more land, so therefore you are literally partnering with God's land. If you can partner with God. In, in, in these scenarios, like you're going to benefit. Okay. So when you own land, you own something valuable. You own something with true value, right? You own, you own something that people want and more importantly, need. Everybody needs a place to live. Everybody needs a place to go see a doctor. Everybody needs a place to, you know, in your, in, uh, you talked about bar, any of the trade school stuff yeah. that you were talking about earlier. Everybody needs to go to a bar, like that kind of deal. So owning real estate can be the start of your wealth cycle. Now, well, how do you put money into real estate? This isn't this this specific video isn't a full lesson on how to invest in real estate. We will definitely do those. You have nothing to worry about there. We'll be covering that, but. It's just part of my wealth cycle. So if I can put two or three things into a cycle and that will feed into my life consistently on a daily basis. So I get paid rent every single month, right? Now, what do I do with that rent? I can put it back into more property. I can put it back into that property where it becomes more valuable. I'm never creating a pond in which it has no stream to it, has no flow to it because we deal with what's called fiat currency. Money isn't real. It's just an agreement. So if money's going to flow through, we want to create a velocity. We want to speed it up. So I put my money in real estate. We use um, a method called infinite banking where we own whole life insurance contracts. And just think of, think, think of this. Instead of a 401k, okay, in a 401k, you put your money into a pond in which you do not have access to it. You put, excuse me, you put it into a prison. It is, it's not even a pond until it's out of prison. So you're going to put it into prison first. Yeah. You're going to put it into prison for 30 or 40 years and you can't touch it. And you get penalized if you want to touch it. What if instead you put your money into a liquid savings account that actually paid you interest that was worth it? That's essentially what our whole life insurance contracts do for us. Okay. We pay into it. There's a cash value that's built. And what we do is we're able to take that money from the cash value. Okay. While... While our money is being out and used on real estate to speed up our flywheel, the money that was in the whole life insurance is a cl- technically a collateralized loan. So any money that we put into it is still compounding at the same rate. We, it, never, it doesn't come out and lose its compounding. So not only does it, we have, do we have compounding growth, which is what we're looking for long term, but we also have access to it. And you might be, well, what's the fee to pay, pay for that? It's low interest. It's low interest. And when you pay it back, guess who you're paying back? Yourself. You. You borrow from yourself. You bo- you're borrowing from yourself, essentially. So as you're taking this money, you, you, you lend to yourself. This money then goes to real estate, which you buy value at a discount. So therefore, you're creating money out of thin air. It pays you rent every single month that you're able to pay back into your whole life, which then speeds up. Like, that's just one example of how you can create a wealth cycle and control money on your own. What do taxes look like for that? Funny you should ask. True <laughs> true tax benefits, not deferred actual tax benefits. Any tax, any growth within that whole life insurance policy is tax-free. Okay. Not, not deferred, tax-free because you're putting qualified dollars in. You're putting tax dollars in. Okay. 
And on real estate, there's a ton of tax benefits to real estate because you have depreciation. You are partnering with the government. The government wants to make money, right? The government wants people to be happy. The government wants people to be able to live to, to be able to live well. So you are partnering with the government in this sense because you are going to have tax benefits because you are providing housing. Right. When you provide I didn't even think about that. You're providing value to the government. Yes. Okay, right. Understanding their balance sheet is important. Yeah. Okay. You have the ability to partner with them in a sense because you're going to provide a service that they need. They need people to have housing. That way they can go to work. Right. Right? If you they can pay their housing, taxes. If you provide housing and you make improvements, you get depreciation, you fight against inflation because you own a tangible asset. So if windows go up in price, guess what? You own more windows. So all your windows went up too. So inflation doesn't affect you. One of my favorite parts about what's happened recently and the difficulties with inflation is people are like, well, aren't you worried about it? No. We grew alongside of it. Just like it makes more sense to own a million dollar home than it makes sense to own a hundred thousand dollar home because over time it has a higher true value. You can watch that in our last episode. It is or in two our episodes last ago. episode. You can watch the entire episode all about that. Yeah. yeah. And how you can get paid to sit at home. Financial minimalism. <laughs> Financial minimalism is stupid. Financial minimalism plays into the 401k somehow. <laughs> it's the fear. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's conformity. Yeah. For, for the for, the 401k being the devil, the, the, ult, the, ult, the ultimate root is the lack of education and the level of conformity that is difficult to even wrap the mind around. Yeah. And the fear of not having enough money. Yeah. Well. Because you think you're going to retire without enough money and then you still actually retire without enough money. Well, you're, well again, 55 to 65, the average is $60,000 in their 401k. That's insane. And it's a pond. So there's no stream to it. You're going to be working. You're not retiring on that. So the solution is control, dominion. You have dominion over your money. Okay? The answer is control. If you look at the statistics of a 401, and, you, and, and it's investing into companies. Here's, here's, here's another great example. If you're investing into companies and mutual funds through your 401k, which you don't know what you're invested in, but let's just, that's what it is. If you, if you look at the average growth in the stock market, of mutual funds, their average growth is 4% per year, right around 4%, depending on where you do your research and there's some fluctuations, right around 4%. So tell me something. If inflation on average year to year over the past 40 years is 3.5%, how much did you actually make? Don't ask me a math question. You made half a percent. Okay. You made only a half a percent. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Because you have to take into account inflation. You have to take into account your net expenses. People think that you put into a 401k, that money magically grows. Everybody did it for me. Didn't have to pay any fees. That's wonderful. Now I get to retire. It's the biggest lie in America. Social security might be a bigger lie, but we're going to stick with this right now. Okay. <laughs> it's if the 401k is one of the biggest scams in American history. And people are okay with it because they just don't know any better. But we're telling them better. Yeah. I, I get really passionate about this because I watch people cripple themselves for years. And then the fear of taking it out or the fear of solving it or the fear of taking control themselves, it only harbors and grows because there's no new action behind it. So is it harder to take out a 30% penalty and tax fee at 50 grand or 100 grand? Fifth, or 100. Of course, 100. Yeah, 100. Yeah. So if you have 50 in there right now and you wait till it's 100, it's just you're just not going it becomes more and more difficult to do. Right. But you're also losing more money with that. You're being robbed blind. Yeah. The longer you wait, the more money you're losing. You're being robbed blind. I really love the ones that are like, oh, mine are no fee. Oh, all right. All right, they're doing it for free. I yeah, trust you. Nobody's working. Everybody's just, it's, it's a nonprofit. I trust you. Well, I, Wall Street wants to do this one good service. Just for you. Just for you. Yeah, what is it? What Do they market it as no fees? Are there ones where they say there's no fees? Yeah, they get, yeah, but they're. they're How does that there's work? There's different ways that they run it through 
um, clearing houses, and then they get a fee for the clearing house that they go through. That's okay. how Bernie Madoff originally built his Ponzi scheme, actually. Okay. We're getting into a lot of side details yeah, there yeah. that'll exhaust people. But overall, no one's working for free. That's the rule. Okay. No one's working for free. The 401k is there to make Wall Street rich, not you. So if your 401k is no fees, they're lying to you. The, the, they're getting <laughs> That's the moral of the story. Paid. They now they have to disclose their fees. Um but people just don't know what they are. To, to back to your uh example earlier with your friend. Oh, it's just like a savings account and I can pull it out later. It doesn't get taxed. Why not just open a real savings account and just put it in your own? Because they don't know how. Yeah. They've never been taught that. Yeah. And it's also just the fact that you hear the word 401k and you know that everybody has like the word 401k before I like learned from you, Don, not to do it. It actually brought me panic at the fact that I'm self-employed and I can't, I don't have a 401k because I don't have an employer to give it to me. So for the longest time I was like, what am I going to do about retirement? Because I'm self-employed and I don't have those options. It, it made me panic. I want you to think about something. I want to put something in perspective for you. You are 20. You have more money in your savings account than half of the Americans ready to retire. I was thinking about that as you were saying it. You have more. You have more in your savings account right now. That's already been taxed. It's, it's yours. It's my You're, money. You it's already liquid. paid your tax. It's yeah. your. It's it's your money. Liquid available right now to you. Then half of the fifty-five to sixty-five-year-old Americans that are ready to retire. I have more money than what they're going to retire on. Yes. And a skill set and time. And education yeah. and control. That's really sad, though, because nobody taught them otherwise. Mm-hmm. That's 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 they they were they were bought in and brought into the system because they are the first ones that had a four hundred one k available to them. And at the time, it, it. So if you are twenty to thirty right now, watching this or learning from this, I w- I want you to ask yourself if half of the fifty five to sixty five year old Americans that are ready to retire that have a four hundred one k have less than that sixty thousand dollar mark. Is this something for you? What went wrong? What is the true behind the scenes look? What is the actual true purpose? If you ask yourself these questions, you're going to be able to make a better decision. You can, you can understand skill sets pay me. The supply and demand of me is my true earning power. If you look around right now and there's 30 other people in the exact position of you, at the whatever job you're working at, that's your maximum earning power. You can look around and go, if I don't even come in today, they don't even know that I'm not here. That's a supply and demand of you issue, and that can only be raised through building your skill sets, learning better, learning better strategies, and understanding how money actually works. And understanding the 401k is not the answer, in my opinion. In your opinion. In my humble opinion, the 401k is the worst financial decision that you could possibly make. It feels good to talk about this because people who are watching this, especially people my age are going to learn not to make this mistake now, or at least to think for themselves. If nothing else, learn not to just fall into line and just get a 401k. If you want to do it, at least look into it. They're going to look into it and think more about it. Yeah. You're bringing it into their awareness that this, this could be a problem. The wealth cycle is, is the answer. Yeah. Understanding how to build a wealth cycle around your life. Have money move away from you and start to move back towards you with velocity. Understanding the four financial principles. You have to pay yourself first. You have to get debt on a plan. You have to understand true value. Practice those principles. And your wealth cycle will grow. And then the fourth being teach someone else what you've learned. Which is what we're doing. Which is exactly what we're doing because that creates longevity and it forces you to learn because if you're going to teach somebody, you have to continue learning. You becoming a teacher will make you a better student. I just watched Todd before we started filming this research more so that he was able to teach it well. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to make sure that I was hitting the points that I really that I really wanted to because I get so, I get so fired up about it that I can I can actually lose points. This is like the one you want it to be backed by facts. Yes, I like you cannot argue the facts that are involved in this. Yeah, you cannot argue. The actual, the true behind the scenes need and want of like, who is getting wealthy off of this? Like these, it can't be argued. 
The only argument that ever comes back to me is I use it as part of my wealth cycle, which is not the argument at all. So it's like for the ultra educated, ultra practiced and uh, wealth aware. And then like, it's never an employee coming back to me going, I actually really like my 401k and it's at like 12 grand right now. And like I paid this in fees, but I think it'll be worth it because uh, I think taxes are going to go down over the next 40 years. I've never had a single human being come up to me and say that. I've never watched you educate somebody on a 401k and then them be able to defend it successfully. They either shut down. I've watched you do it multiple times. Mm -hmm. They either shut down and they really start to internalize it and think for themselves for the first time ever since starting it. Or they are like in denial, but they can't argue it. They just disagree with you and then they walk away. They usually walk away. To to close this out, to, to leave people with what I feel they really need in this, I just want you guys to ask yourselves a few questions. Why is a bank, why is a bank willing to lend to you for real estate? Why is a bank willing to lend to you to start a business? Why doesn't a bank lend to you to add to your 401k? That's a good question. Why, why don't banks believe in it for you? Why won't a bank give you money to put into a 401k? Why won't the bank will give you a collateralized loan if your 401k permits it, but why will they only give you a certain amount of it? And if you don't pay the interest back and upon a certain amount of time, that's counted as a disbursement. So again, it's, it's, it's working against you. The 401k is the devil. The answer is is a wealth cycle. We will do a full training. We will do a full video. We'll do a full episode podcast on creating a wealth cycle. Just understand that a wealth cycle, the the root of it is that you understand money, you control the money, you practice, and you're putting it into something that will pay you faster and faster and faster over time with benefits that you have the ability to make the decisions on. That is at the core root of what a wealth cycle is. So, What is a 401k? Other than the devil, it is based in fear and minimalism. You can go watch a full episode on why financial minimalism is stupid. It takes from you and all you can do is save yourself to zero dollars. You want to learn how to create, you can go watch that episode right now. If you've enjoyed this episode, if you've learned something here, consider subscribing. We would love to hear from you down below and the comments will be down in the comments. So what are your thoughts? Do you have a 401k? Are, are you Why com- do you have it? Are you confident in the 401k? Are you going to keep the 401k? Are you going to continue to contribute to it? Do have you think you ha- we're stupid? Yeah. Do you think I'm dumb? Yeah. Do you want to, yeah, let's, let's fight down below. <laughs> <laughs> let's be controversial. Yeah. No, I seriously, I will have the conversation with you in the comments down below because in our experience, it just isn't the wise decision. It doesn't make sense. Go watch that financial minimalism video. I'm really excited to hear from you down below. Yay! Yay again. <laughs> <laughs>